As promised, Joe Lacob is here. We could say hello, but to rather... Are you satisfied with the Bogut trade? <laughs> <laughs> Love the Bogut trade. Let's... Would you do it again? Okay. <laughs> Jerry, come on. Would we do it again? Of course we'd do it again. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, you know... the guy. If you knew it was going to turn out exactly like it is now, would you still do it? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Um, yeah. Look, we'd rather that he played the whole year, clearly. But I think what people forget about this trade is that we not only got Andrew Bogut, who will be healthy here at some point here, mm. and maybe not fully healthy this year, obviously. But remember, we got the 30th pick in the draft out of this. No one ever mentions that. It's hard to mm. get a seven-footer. You know, Festus is a pretty good player. So, uh, and we also, frankly, had a bad year last year. We wound up with a good draft pick. We had Harrison mm. Barnes. You could make a, a case that, in fact, that led mm. to a lot of good things. And yeah, you that, don't want to say that's, this. That's but... the key part. That's the key part. No, the key part is that to clear the deck for Curry. Well, no, that's yeah. that's actually yeah. the main part. I didn't even mention yeah. that. You're right. I had to do it. Clear the deck. No, that's true. And but you wouldn't have had Barnes if you don't make that trade. We wouldn't have Festus Azili. We wouldn't have the team we have now. Okay. There you go. So, so you again, you would do the trade. Because Larry was just saying it the other day. He would do the same thing. He'd do that trade all over again. <laughs> well, I know. Larry wants to be the GM. <laughs> yes, thank you. Is he texting you too, Joe? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, it, it, it's funny stuff, though. But, again, just for people who don't, they, they just don't equate. They go, well, geez, if Bogut is unhealthy more times than he's healthy, how can you say that? You know. 35 wins, 27 losses. Yeah. Where were we last year? Mm-hmm. Do I need to say any more? Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. And what do, you, what do you expect from him now? We're a better team. Yeah. I don't know, you, you're a better team. But Carl Landry, Jared Jack, there sure. were other moves beyond know, that They're move. all integrated. They're all integrated. Yeah. And we, like I said, we wouldn't have had Azili. We maybe we don't have Barnes. We wouldn't have Clay Thompson gaining the confidence that he did and doing the job he's doing playing in the backcourt with Curry. Maybe Curry doesn't have the same year. I mean, it's hard to pick these things apart in retrospect. I can just tell you that when you can go big for small, you know, you got to do it. And Andrew Bogut will be healthy, is my estimation. He's he's not that old. Uh, obviously, we wish he he uh, would, you know, was healthier this year, but. Perhaps next year he's very healthy, and you'll look back and say something very different. That's right. Yeah, all right. One, one more on Bogut. What do you expect the rest of the season? I mean, obviously you can't know for sure, but what do you expect? In terms of what? Well, how, how he plays, how much he plays. Well, I think from this point forward, hopefully he stays healthy. There's no way to know these things for sure. And, uh, you know, he's playing what he did the other night. Mm-hmm. I don't know, 30 minutes a night. Uh, that's up to the coach. Yeah, But he uh, – you know, I think he's going to get healthier as time goes on. He's only played, what, 14 games yeah. in 14 months? Or but he doesn't have to score lot. for you then to, to be a big plus. No, I think mm-hmm. his main job is to defend and to rebound. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's a tough guy as well. I think that as the – you know, in playoffs, this will make a big difference. We absolutely need a guy like Bogut in the playoffs. When the pace yeah. slows yeah. down, I think what he gives you the most, the, what I like is he gives you a passer as a big man. And he, he's a shot blocker. Mm. And that when he's not on the floor, I think, you know, there's a need there for a shot blocker on this team, and that's what he gives you. Look, yeah. uh, there's no doubt. I mean, we can sit here and, and you know, we, we've had a good record. We're playing well. Had a few bad stretches. We're a young team. That's to be expected. But overall, we're doing pretty well. We're going to get better. We're seven out of our 14 guys or whatever it is are first- and second-year players. This is a young basketball team. Going to make mistakes. Going to have to learn from experiences. And when Bogut's on the floor, I tr- trust you. Trust me, as he gets healthier, we're just going to be better and better and better. All right, let's have let's hit some fun things here. We're talking with the Warrior owner, Joe Lacob. And, hey, later in this hour, if you have some questions for Joe, uh, hey, 
808 KMBR will uh, will put you on there. In fact, Joe, you've already requested. Uh, I really didn't want to talk to you that much today. Gary. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I really love you. I think you're great. I think Larry, you're great. But I really would rather talk to our fans. Yeah. And uh, the truth is. Do you really think Larry's great when he says that Bogut trade was stupid? Do you really think Larry's great when he says I don't that? really care what he says. Lie, <laughs> lie detector. Come on, Joe. You care. You should care. No, no. no I was going to say, we, we would always kick, Larry and I kick this stuff around in sports talk fashion. If I say to you the highlight of your year, not you personally, but just the team, Steph Curry's night, Madison Square Garden. It's, in- great, it's great that you're playoff yeah. bound, yeah. but the one thing that people will remember 15 years from now is what Curry did. Can you in, argue with that? No, I probably couldn't. Individually, yeah. it was a spectacular night. The guy, I mean, he's going to another level. I mean, the guy really is going to another level. We got a pretty good deal. I don't want to say that too loudly here. <laughs> oh, his agent probably won't like it. Yeah. But uh, we did get a pretty good We took a risk. But this guy is going to another level, and he clearly is a very, very good basketball player and still very young and maybe the best shooter in the NBA. He's a great, great shooter. And his physicality is getting better. He's quicker. He's stronger. He's more sudden than he was a year ago. And who knows what he'll be in two years. Um, what did you think of Charles Barkley when Barkley came out and said that him and Clay are not a mix in the backcourt? Because they're clearly both shooters. Yeah. But I think there's more to Clay's game. I disagree with Charles. I think, uh, I think they're going to mesh nicely. What do you think? Well, I heard him say that. Um, you know, he has to say things that are controversial. Maybe he believes it. I don't know. I like Charles a lot, actually. Um, I think he's very clever. Uh, has a good understanding of the game. And I, I don't agree with him on this particular point. Um, look, we were small before. We need to get bigger. This guy's six seven. He's in his second year. He can shoot over anybody. He has a quick release. He's getting nothing but better. You see him start to, you know, the thing he's lacked is a little bit of focus when he's out there, and he would tell you that too. You know, every night bringing it in a consistent way. And, you know, he's getting better at that. This guy, he's going to be around for a long time. And whether he becomes, you know, the great all-around player that we all expect that can do everything, I don't know. We'll have to see if he develops. But he has a couple of great NBA skills, number one of which is, you know, shooting and getting that shot off. He, he's, a, he's a terrific shooter. I think he's a very valuable player. And um, I think we, I should say, think that. And, uh, you know, with all these proposed trades you hear about for, and I'm not going to name names, I don't think we'd consider any of those trades that we've heard about. Maybe there's certainly some players that are worthy of trading somebody for. There always is. But Clay's got a tremendous future. No question. And West is the guy. Isn't West, if the story goes, the first guy who said, hey, Joe, you need that guy. Pick him. Jerry West loved him. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you, I'll give credit to someone else. My younger son, Kent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually loved Clay Thompson. Watched him all. Watched all the Pac-12 games, and he was so happy when we drafted Clay. Mm. Um, I was too. I saw him play for three years. You know, went to the Stanford games, and uh, he had a big game at Stanford. If you probably remember, it was 35 points or something like that. Um, he's this guy's a you know he's an assassin. He's a great great shooter. Were you guys actually? And there were rumors at the trade deadline that you were going to trade him for Eric Gordon. How close? Without naming names, without throwing any names out there, how close were you guys? to pulling the trigger on any deal. Uh, well, you made two small ones, but any significant deal, let's say, at the deadline? Well, honestly, not very close on anything of consequence. Um, I think you'd have heard, we're pretty transparent about this, and you heard Bob talk about it. Um, he's the, the leader of our effort here, and, and, and Bob said we kind of need this team to play together and see what they can do. They're young. They're going to get better. Let's see what they can do. If somebody bowled us over with a terrific proposal, We'd have to consider it. And that's why you want to be in the game. You want to be in the – you know, we never used to be in the game, right? Mm-hmm. We're in the game now. We have a lot of players that people really covet. 
other teams. Because you do need one more big guy, huh? Well, uh, a frontline guy. Look, to Gary, really, Gary, yeah. you could make the argument that we need quote a superstar. You yeah. know, I mean, that isn't to say that Steph Curry isn't going to turn into that. And here's what the but, argument is, Joe, that, that we get all the time. People, in fact, they got mad at me. Larry's got Bogut, and mine is I love <laughs> no right. Mine is Curry. Thank okay? you. Thank you for that. Well, no, no, but I come on, gonna let Joe. I don't want Joe to forget. So, but but I'm Curry's fabulous. Have him on the team. Blah blah blah. A great shooter. But if he's the best guy on your team at that size, it's going to be hard to progress in the playoffs. That that's my point. In, in other words, you do need one. You said it yourself. Superstar then. Well, yeah. I think a superstar can be yeah. any size, truthfully. I mean, okay. Look at but when's Wayne? the last time a small guard? Led no, a team I, to, I yeah. hear, I hear yeah. you. But um, actually, the superstars of this game are probably wings these mm-hmm. days, right? We named the the great ones of out there. Um, the you know Kobe Bryant's and the Durants. You call them wings, I guess. Yeah. But you know, look, we we to be great, we're probably going to have to have someone develop into that star on our team, or we're going to have to acquire an additional player. And we've got, you know, we're gonna we're continuing to build this this team. We've made a lot of changes. We've made a lot of progress. These guys are going to get better. And, you know, we'll be opportunistic. At some point, something will come along, and uh, we'll add to it, and we'll take it to even to the and next level. You can't say this because it would be the, quote, tampering deal, but when you see Dwight Howard and what he's going through in Los Angeles, what first comes to mind? Well, I hope it continues. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We, uh, you is know, he going to be one of those guys? And, again, this is just I'm asking you, and you can speak as a fan. One of those guys who just every stop has a little trouble getting along know. with people? I, I don't know. You know, it's not good for me to talk about other players, yeah. really. Uh, I will say that I think he's certainly a terrific player. He's you know, arguably the best center in, in the world, even injured. Um, but the, but the, the issue is, you know, they, they've had a lot of me- issues where they haven't meshed and they've had, uh, they're old. And, um, you know, it's, it's probably, it's just a tough gig for that team, I think, to, to get over the top. and, and They're going to make the playoffs, though, don't you think, they, if you had to bet? Jerry West predicted the other day that they would. Well, he, I don't know. Better. I'm not in the prediction <laughs> game. I just want to. Yeah. I know what we can control, which is us. Yeah. And, and you're we feeling have pretty good winning. right now, huh? Are you are you panicking, well, well, Larry? What did, what did you say the other day? What was the term? What's that? That what about the, what? This is if the if the Warriors happen to have oh, a rough oh, go against Toronto this, and Sacramento. No, I call this the crisis homestand because no. coming off that road trip, you lose the first couple of games to Toronto and Sacramento. You legitimately, as far as your playoff hopes, I think you'd be in crisis mode. So that well, would, panic was, was near. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it's fair to say urgency. Uh, look, I was on that word. road trip, and uh, boy, it's tough to win on the road in the NBA. And um, you know, we're young, and and we we didn't handle it very well. Uh, we came back, and I think we everybody knew. I think David Lee was quoted as saying, uh, you know, it was a near panic situation. We mm. needed to win those games, and it doesn't matter whether they're ugly or pretty or whatever. Mm. We just need to win. You know. I was just thinking last time Joe was here. In fact, Mike, do you have that one highlight that we like to have? Last time Joe was here, in fact, I, you know, another joke. In fact, it's a, it's a good banquet story. I said, I told Joe Lake, now's the time, retire Mullins' jersey again. You know what I mean? Because you're winning. Everybody would would love you. I'm glad. Joe's and, glad you brought that up, I'm sure. Oh, no, Joe. I have no, I have winning, no problem Joe's with that. I have yeah. no problem with that at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I might delay that a little while longer. Okay. okay. <laughs> do, do you have Bill Famer? Do you have? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, we, we've got a. Do special... we have the cut? No. What we're gonna do is we'll take a break. If you want to get in here at 808 KBR, we've got a special memory from uh, that night. Something Joe <laughs> wants to hear again. And it, uh, what it did was, 
it could have broken into a full-fledged riot without this individual. So we'll we'll play this for Joe and let him relive. And your... then we'll go to the fans, Gary. I, I, the fans are. <laughs> no, no, Joe, so, so Joe comes in. I said, Joe, you might even take a few calls. He goes, I would prefer calls rather than you. Remember, <laughs> are you running for office or something? Yeah. I... No, it's By just that way... our fans, you know, are fantastic. What have we sold out 18, 19 in a row, and they deserve to be heard. All well, right. There's no question well, we about listen that. to them every day. Some are good, some are But, <laughs> hey, have you met KT Scott back there, Joe? There's Kate. Can you see her in the hey back? Hey there, Joe. I... Welcome. You don't see her? you got to look through there. <laughs> no, that's Mike you're looking at. He's no, not Mike. that That doesn't look yeah. like a Kate. We'll All take right. care we'll, of this we'll after the break. Okay, but anyway, Kate, I don't know how much you listen. Kate, really doing gangbusters here. Joe hadn't heard. All Nobody right, eight oh eight KMBR. Maybe she'll take your job soon. What's Nobody that? Maybe she'll take. Your She's not that good. That's all right. Hey, we'll have some fun here though with uh, Joe. And again, if you want to get in here or Twitter, text, Instagram. Yes. Joe loves all this stuff. I hear you tweet people in the middle of the night. No, Bad. I don't. I do. Tim Kawakami claims that you don't go to bed before you check in with him. That's not true. But okay. But I do not tweet. Actually, Peter tweets. Oh, I do Peter. not tweet. All right. I, I don't want to get myself in any more trouble than I already have. Enough's enough. Now back to Gary and Larry, Gary Ratnich and Larry Kruger on KNBR 680. Five on the clock, got to go. Down the lane, scoop to the hoop, no good. Tipped away, Curry has it. Curry with a two-on-two. Pull up three. Yes! Wow! 49 for Curry and the Warriors lead 100-99. to Unbelievable. Time out, New York. Yeah, Houston will be uh, the opponent tonight. Uh, Harden and company. Uh, you'll hear the game on, on KNBR. Joe Lakob is with us. And uh, beginning next segment, we'll take uh, some of your calls for Joe. But what, last time Joe was here, and we, I always say I'll give him credit for coming in. That was uh, uh, after the Chris Mullen retirement. People were a little unhappy. Listen, if you win, they love you. If they don't win, they don't. <laughs> But one man, and and I don't know if Joe wants to publicly say this, saved Joe Lacob's uh, life that night. The crowd was getting hostile. People were upset. And this man put it upon himself to take the microphone. Joe, if you would, please. (laughs) Hey, one second here. Come on, people. You fans are the greatest fans in the world. That's everybody said that. Show a little bit of class. This is a man that I've spent some time talking to. He is going to change this franchise. This is crazy. Seriously. Come on. You're doing yourself a disservice. All of the wonderful accolades being said to you for you to treat this man who is spending his money to do the best that he can to turn this franchise around, and I know he's going to do it. So give him the respect he deserves. The Hall of Famer, Rick Barry. <laughs> I have to say, I've seen Rick a few times since then. Yeah. You know, I'm, yeah, he's, Joey, I'm a big we, fan. Oh, Jim, I'm a, a player. I'm a big he's fan. Of his. He's, he's, uh, he's outspoken. Yeah. Uh, and I know people uh, criticize him for this or that, but uh, you know he's a stand-up guy. Yeah, it was just, and the reason we're having some fun <laughs> with it is that Mullen had just come out and did something kind of clever with you, put his arm around you. And pretty much everybody was quiet. Yeah. Then out came Rick again to do his thing, and that's so we've been we've been playing with it. But uh, I, I, I'm curious a little bit. Since then, is is it all now wherever you go, someplace it's all positive because you're winning? 
I mean, you, uh, you, you'd be perfect to ask that old thing about if you're winning, people just look at you differently. People who maybe didn't care for you last year now I have enjoy to say, looking at you. I'll tell you something, Gary. Yeah. Most people, if not nearly all, have from the very beginning been very, very nice. Uh, I will say since that happened, in some ways, it's probably the best thing that yeah. ever happened. Yeah. So uh, you do get so many people say they'll walk up to me and they'll say, I felt terrible. I was there that night. I didn't boo. No one ever yeah. I ever met that was there, by the way, yeah. right, right. said they booed. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It sure sounded loud. It was three yeah. people, but, but they were loud. <laughs> they were loud. Yeah. Yeah. But, but uh, they come up to me and they say, I'm so sorry, but you've done such a great job. You know, and they go on and on. And I have to say they've been so nice. And I have never really had a bad interaction with a fan. But when you walk around the Coliseum now, though, uh, Coliseum or Oracle, and, and everybody is, is in, normally in a good mood, they are happier to see you, huh? I have to say, it's yeah. uh, you know, it's pretty nice to walk around and get high fives. Yeah, and people, you know, thumbs up and all that stuff. Look, like you said, let's be honest. Winning yeah. is what this is about at the end of the day, and winning matters. And uh, you know, we knew this is a high risk situation. You go in and you lose like uh, the previous regime, and you're going to get booed for a long time. Mm. So far, I've only been booed on one night. I'm sure it'll happen again. Yeah. But you know, our job is to win. Our job is to create a great organization, and all the things that enable that. But it's at the end of the day, it is to win. Joe, what's the status of the the waterfront arena? I mean, the drawings were beautiful, and yet when the announcement came down, there were people saying, "Wow, hold your breath on this one. It's real tricky to get anything built on the waterfront in San Francisco, and there's a ton of red tape and a ton of boxes that have to be checked between this thing becoming a reality." Where does it stand right now? Are we still? Can we still expect that it will be a reality? Well, I fully expect it'll be a reality because if it's not, I'm spending a lot of wasted time. Oh, man, <laughs> we are working incredibly hard. We've hired an incredible team of people, uh, in-house and consultants. So we're spending a ton of money doing it. We're taking a big gamble that, in fact, it's going to to happen. There is no guarantee in life. Um, there are going to be people, people, and there are people, in fact, that are opposed. Uh, there's nothing you're going to do. Why don't that. the Giants want you there? <laughs> well, I can't say no, what the Giants no, I know, I do know. or Would don't. Would you want them there? Uh, Let's say you got there first. Would you want another pro team? Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, you have to think bigger than that. Yeah. I mean, it's about San Francisco and the Bay Area. And um, this is a great, great city. And to, to think that it can only support one Major League Sports franchise is, I think, ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> I don't think they should be worried about us. I mean, quite frankly, we're in a different yeah, we have sponsors. There's plenty of sponsors out there. This is a great market. And if they're worried about us sharing sponsorships, I think that's, that's you know. Because that's what it is, right. basically. People will say, oh, geez, what's the deal? But even with the 49ers, you tell me if, uh, and I don't know how much you can say, but when I, uh, the day after the Super Bowl, remember, Larry, I said, listen, I'm not saying they wish anybody ill will, but if I'm the Giants, eh, just as soon see the 49ers come in second. And it is about advertising and branding. When you go to sell mm -hmm. spots, hey, Look at me. You want to be on with the world champs or the team that came in second, right? Billboards, everything. So there is some of that, right, Joe? Look, I mean, the, Giants, you can look, look, the Giants yeah. are a terrific organization. Yeah. They have done a fantastic job. I'm a huge fan of what they've done. In fact, what they've really done to me, the most impressive thing of all, is not necessarily win two championships, which is great, but they've transformed an area of this city, or at least they were the catalyst for yeah. it. The whole Soma development, it's unbelievable. And, you know, we're, to some extent, going to be taking advantage of that by dropping in there as well um and so I, I give them props for that having said that i think for the the people of san francisco this would be and for the residents of soma and all around here other than the few that will oppose any kind of growth this is a great thing this is going to have a lot of impact not only on warrior fans but 
people be able to use this as a public space and you know you've heard all of what the things we've been talking about the conventions and there is nothing like that in San Francisco today the city needs it yeah for me the in fact I'll ask Raymond how much is in the you know feed the politicians budget as much as possible <laughs> no you know what I mean Joe here's a guy you work your entire <laughs> life to build up something you're going to ready to roll the dice and now you have to sit there and have a meeting with politicians over I, and over again I tell again. you I'm not a guy that yeah. Is in, works well in the world of politics, yeah. at least historically. It's not mm. something I enjoy necessarily. But I have to say I have enjoyed this process to some extent. I find the mayor to be, honestly, fantastic. His staff, fantastic. Yeah. You know, you go right down the line. We, I've had, we've had tremendous cooperation. Um, we are all one. We're speaking with one voice. We're working together. Mm. They want to get it done. We want to get it done. We all know it's a great goal. And I have to tell you, I think it's absolutely going to get done. People say, how hard is it to get something done in San Francisco? It is. It's very difficult. A lot of people want to get hurt. It'll get done because you're going to make it get done. Well, not going to be because a politician, I have no, a but, vision here, have another sandwich. No, but it's I, because you have the money, the wherewithal, and you're going to push it through, not because somebody's— But I will just you tell know. you, I think there's a lot of cooperation here. Okay, all right. And that has not been the hardest part. The hardest part of all this is the simple fact that this is a very expensive project. Mm. That pier, as you— may know, is falling into the bay. It is going to cost this city over $50 million to repair it if wow. no one does anything. And it's right. falling fast. So, And no other business that's tried to go to that pier over the last six failed attempts in 10 years has succeeded because the cost is so great it doesn't justify it. All right, Our business does justify it. Hey, you got a question for Joe. Basketball questions, wherever you want to go, just be concise, be semi-entertaining, and, and probably more to the point, don't be dull. All right, straight ahead, 808-KMBR. You can talk to the owner of the Warriors, Joe Lacob, next. The Gary Radnett Show with Larry Kruger continues on KMBR 680, the sports leader. Curry on the go, head fake, stumbles with a dribble, takes a baseline, throws to Jared Jack. He's open for a three. Got it! I'm laughing, right? I'm looking at the uh, the text line. You know who George Zimmer is? We're here with Joe Lake of the owner of the Warriors. George Zimmer from the men's warehouse. Yes. He paid. He just gets a kick out of the show. So he paid $4,000 yesterday just to come and sit here for three hours. And <laughs> well, it was so a donation did. to the uh, Yeah, sports. he didn't give it to us, but, yeah. but he gave it to the uh, high school sports program. So George was Wait, the, you had him on because he paid $4,000 yeah, to be on? Yeah. So you guys can be, you guys, uh, can be bought. Yes, we can be. Yeah, maybe so. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't think about it. But yeah, yet to high school. But anyway, so I, I asked him, I said, this makes me laugh. He said, uh, yesterday you asked George Zimmer what car he was driving, because supposedly he almost, or he, he said he was up to buy the Oakland A's, right? And so I said, what kind of car you, do you drive? He said, a six-year-old Lexus. So this man here, uh, Tony, says, please ask Mr. Lake of what type of car he drives. What do you drive, Joe? Well, uh, this is a tough one to answer. Um, it's a monster truck? No, yeah. okay. because I have a number of cars. I'm a real oh, car guy. I oh. love cars, and in fact, I race vintage cars. So you're, you're afraid of making yourself... No, I, I tell you, every day, I'll tell you what much. I'm driving today. Go ahead. And it's what I drive well, how most How many cars days. do you have first? How many cars? Oh. If you can't count, that's bad. No, I have about 20 cars. Oh, my God. But, they're, you, but these are collector things, yeah, so okay. these aren't things you drive every day. All right, so, um, you, by the way, that I used to drive a Bentley, which you always give me crap for. Thank you. And I got rid of the Bentley. So I don't have it anymore. You can't give me that. Anymore. Well, that's all I can Cause afford. You I got, got rid one. of it because it's yeah. tired, right? Because it's yeah. tired. No, it was tired. Yeah. yeah. Wait a minute, tired. How dare you, Larry? All right. Anyway, so what are you driving now? Did you have front plates? I am plates? driving a Fisker. 
No, will you tell Larry? Because I keep getting stuff for no front plates. Did, did you have a front plate on the Bentley? You, and did you I wash it with don't cloth? Recall. No, 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 no. I don't no. It's 125 every time some police officer had nothing else to do. So you're driving a, you're driving a what? A Fisker. What, what's a Fisker? That's well, a nice car. Well, it's a company that my previous investment firm invested in. And uh, Oh, my God. Look at you. So, uh, you know, that's the primary reason. Yeah. But it is also, it's an electric uh, car, combination gas and electric. So it's very efficient green automobile. Thank you, Al Gore. Okay, very Look good. Look at that. Yeah. The hybrid. It's a hybrid. Yeah. All right. You ready, Joe? Put on your headset. We'll take some calls here. Raymond, what are you driving these days? Ray Ritter, the fabulous PR man. Uh-huh. Nothing wrong ah. with that. What's that? BMW. Oh, look at Ray. BMW. Oh, then you're paying him pretty good then, huh, Joe? <laughs> He's paid well. Or is it trade-out? All right. He was, tra- he, was driving a, he was driving a better car than that before the, uh, before the Rick Barry announcement. No, that's all right. No, no, no. It saved Joe's life. Brett in Santa One Rosa. One mistake. That's all he's ever made. <laughs> One. Go ahead, Brett. You're on with uh, Joe Lacob. What is your question? Well, I just want to say I see a lot of similarities between the Niners last year and the Warriors this year as far as uh, being able to sneak up on teams. People didn't expect them to improve uh, so fast and be so good. And I was just wondering if the uh, – the success of the Giants and the 49ers puts any pressure hmm. on the Warriors or if it motivates you guys to do better uh, quicker? All right, good one, Brett. Thanks. Yeah, that's a good question. I feel pressure every single day. This is a high-pressure job. You're on the spot, but that's what's fun. And, uh, I, look, we're motivated to improve really just for our own fans and for and for us and for our own players and so on and our organization. And, uh, you know, we're – I don't know that it matters whether they're good or they're not good. Yeah. Still but this is pressure. a competitive market, and, and you say, hey, we don't want to be lagging behind these yeah. guys. Yeah, well, I okay. think there's some truth to that. All right, Gary's in Daly City. You're on with Joe Lacob. Hi, Gary. Hey, Mr. Lake. I've been a fan 45 years. Uh, your offer sheet of Chice and Chandler would have looked good right now. If that's what you guys need, a big rebounder. But question is, I don't know if you tip your hand. When you guys finally move back here, which would be great, it's going to change the name back to SF? Oh, San boy. Francisco yeah. Warriors, is that in the future? Look, I think that'll be whatever the fans want to do. I've said that before. Um, we, when we get here, if we get here, let's get one thing at a time. Let's uh, see if we can get this thing approved. Let's get it built, and then we'll figure it out. All right. David's in San Francisco, KMBR. Hey, guys. Thanks a lot for taking the call. I got two quick things, two concise things. Uh, first, Joe, do you remember when you did that season ticket holder day and you took pictures with everybody holding up the jersey? Yes. Okay. So, you guys, I went up there with my wife. The next day, I ended up being on the Warriors homepage. So now I've got a screenshot of myself with you on the Warriors homepage that I can show people for the rest of my life. So that's very cool. Number two, I wanted to tell you this, and I'm glad I got the opportunity to do it on the phone like this. Um, what you've done for us as fans um, over the last couple of years, I'm tremendously grateful for. And that uh, in- incident last year, the Chris Mullen night, I just want you to know uh, from a real fan that – that is not uh, the barometer or an indication of how most of us Hey, Dave, let me that. interrupt you. What has Joe done? Seriously, no, I don't mean that. It sounds like it. No, I'm, I'm saying, like, specifically. I'd love to answer that question. I'd love to answer Yeah, please, go ahead. What, Joe what, laughed. What no, Joe I wouldn't say done. it like that. What the hell's he done? No, go ahead, Dave. What Joe's done that the previous ownership and a lot of ownerships don't do is make a real investment. He put the money where his mouth was, and said, I'm going to make the team better. I'm going to spend more on it. I'm going to make the arena better. I'm going to make the fan experience better. But we didn't get the wins last year, but it wasn't because of a lack of effort, and it wasn't because of uh, you know, making, having the courage to make big trades and make big moves. And he put us in a position where we are right now. And people were pissed at the time about Monte, and I get it, 
Um, but look where we are right now. All right, it's well, Dave, thanks very much. So you feel that Joe? Hey, Gary, don't yeah. don't stop him. Okay? Oh no, we're, we're, we're trying to hold the <laughs> trying to hold the audience. Dave's good, but they, Larry and I are better. Uh, what do you think about that? I mean, by this isn't a conscious decision, right? I mean, well, I mean, you just you have to do it. I mean, you have to try and make the team better. This isn't one of those you have to think about it. You had to make them better. Well, I guess you could look at it that way, but yeah. um, but you didn't have to spend the money on the didn't. arena. That's for sure. No, 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 we, no the arena is different. Yeah. Look, uh, we are we have a goal, which is to make this a terrific organization consistently that wins, and I want everybody to be proud of. We want the fans to be happy. I mean, I'm do, we're doing this not we're doing this for a number of different reasons, right? But. The main reason is to win and to change this franchise, this organization. Are you amazed by the way the loyalty of these fans? I mean, you've been a season ticket holder with the, the Warriors what, since the late 90s. Maybe even uh, earlier. I mean, are you amazed? I mean, if you make the playoffs this year, that will be two playoff appearances since 1994. Yeah. And yet the fans are there with you. I mean, really there with Look, you. Look, we have incredible fans. We have an, I go to every I go all around the league. I go to these other arenas. You guys should try that sometime. You would not believe what it's like in some of these other arenas. I mean, they need to improve some of these things. Some of them are really good, but ours is as good as anywhere. Our mm. fan base is unbelievable, mm. and I can't wait till the playoffs start this year. All right. We're going to come back, take some calls with Joe. Uh, in 15 seconds, LeBron James. You think one day we'll talk about LeBron James like we do Michael Jordan? I think we're already doing that. Okay. He doesn't, he's, he doesn't he's need phenomenal. a few more championships. Well, I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're slicing the salami pretty thin there. He's clearly one of the best player in the world. If he opts out in two years, will you make a pitch for him? I can't comment. Will that. LeBron James be joining the Warriors? <laughs> no comment. Gary and Larry can talk about that. All right. Yeah, no, no. I'd, I'd rather have Harrison Barnes. So, Larry, are you behind acquiring <laughs> – would you would you back that move, acquiring LeBron James, Larry? Well, possibly, or maybe Kuzmich. we got to talk oh, about oh, Kuzmich. God. Oh, now there's no, a guy no. we should talk yeah. about. Yeah. This Larry knows his basketball. See, I love Kuzmich. To, to, to quote a guy, the old program director here at KMBR, call Joe at home and talk about <laughs> Kuzmich. All right, here is KT Scott. Traffic Joe's saying guys. no, no. <laughs> The Gary Radnitz Show with Larry Kruger continues on KNBR 680, the sports leader. Yeah, our last segment with Joe Lankett, we're going to take your calls. The general theme here, we got Troy. Every time at the game, uh, um, Joe Lankett treats me with respect, all right? From Ray S., most owners should take a lesson from Lankett on how he treats the fans, and uh, I just want to say thanks, Joe. From Gary, he says, uh, and, and I think he's right on. The reason Joe got booed that night by the Oakland crowd is because uh, he's moving the team to San Francisco. Yeah, well, We've got but, another one on Twitter yeah, from Mike Landis yeah. at Sports Larry KMBR. He says, ask Joe how he will vote on the Seattle versus Sacramento debate. Do you get a vote in that? How does that come down, Joe? Well, I will get a vote in April when it becomes before the Board of Governors. But, you know, I don't think anyone even knows the data at this point. No one knows really what's going on. So... It's all going to happen pretty fast over the next month, and, uh, you know, I really have no idea. You don't want to touch that, huh? No. No, all right. From uh, Robert in Fremont, ask Joe why there has to be such loud music being played throughout the evening. Is that for the young demographic? <laughs> I don't know. It's fun, isn't I it? I like it. I'm telling Energy. You, Energy. Ro- Robert's unhappy. Yeah, I know he's unhappy. Sorry, Robert. Um, okay. <laughs> I think um, – I think our game, you should go to some of these other games around the league is my comment to that. Okay. And the energy that we have, the game ops, uh, I think are second to none. All right. Dalton in San Carlos, you're on with Joe Lake of Go Dalton. Hi. Hi, gentlemen. How are you doing? Good. 
Good. Um, hey, I had a, a quick question. I know when you uh, a couple years ago when you interviewed Mark Jackson, there were certain qualities that stood out to you. And as a fan of the game and fan of the Warriors and going to games, I see him on the sidelines. I listen to him on the radio, and I just think the guy is an awesome coach. The way he handles the players, his demeanor on the sidelines, great, really reflects the Warriors. Are you seeing his demeanor and character on the court at the the way you? saw him in the interview and the things he said there that impressed All right. In other words, is he living up to your uh, your previous thoughts? <laughs> All right. Thanks, Dalton. Let's say, Joe. 35 and 27. Mm-hmm. And that's basically it. Okay. <laughs> Joe's yeah. a very no, no, warm-hearted that, yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's a very warm-hearted. Yeah. That's a endorse. Mark Jackson just drove off the road. No, I think Mark is fantastic. He is. Uh, he's everything we thought he would be in terms of being a leader. And, and you know, his players love playing for him. And don't sell that short. That is a big deal. In the NBA, these guys make a lot of money. They don't have to listen to anybody, right? Yeah. They listen to this guy, and they're all on the same page. And we, you know, Bob Myers and our became a, a basketball ops have put great guys in that locker room for him to coach too. Good people. So they're all on the same page. And you know, you can criticize his X's and O's and this and that. And even I get, you know, I say, why did he substitute this guy or whatever? Look, it, that's that's all minor. The major thing is, has he got these guys on the same page? Are they all pulling together and going for a common goal? And they are. Well, he doesn't panic, and I'll, I'll give him this, too. A long season, you see it. You've seen it probably with the old Warrior teams. Teams grow together or they grow apart. They don't stay the same. His teams in two years, they're not the greatest teams, but they don't grow apart even though last year was not successful. And to me, that says a little bit about the leader. All right. Let's take Joe in Boston watching and listening to us uh, this morning in Boston. Go, Joe. Hey, Gary, how are you? How you doing, Larry? Not hey, very good. Been good. a real tough day, Joe. I got some problems. Can I speak with you later via Twitter? You sure can. Okay. Be ready. Go ahead. Hey, Joe. <laughs> hey, Joe, I just want to thank you for buying the words. I sat next to Peter on Friday at the Celtic game. It was great. I thanked him. I just wanted to thank you. It's an honor now to be a Warrior fan oh. going to Celtic game. You know who this guy is? This Is this formerly Joe from Livermore? This is Joe from Livermore. Yeah, no, Joe, for 20, this guy, one of the first shows I ever did, Joe from Livermore came on and said nothing, and he's still calling. Joey, nice. (laughs) How do you like Boston? I love it, Gary. The great Joe from Livermore now in Boston. John and Hayward, on with Joe Lacob. Oh, hi, Joe. Uh, Hi. My friend and I were talking about this the other day, coming from the East Coast. The the advantage of going to the Oakland Coliseum is the assets. You can go by car, boat, and if you flew in, you could be there in five minutes. And that's why the uh, the Warriors are always sold out, because even in bad years, it's so convenient to go to the Coliseum. Coliseum. Now, we just heard in San Francisco, they just raised the parking meters to $7 an hour over there near uh, AT&T Park. So it's, it's going to cost an additional $25 on top of the ticket to go to the games once they move over there. Well, um, I can understand some of those concerns. Um, and certainly San Francisco can be a more expensive place, yes. But I would argue to you, and though we, we love our, our arena and our fans today, the truth is it's going to be better in San Francisco at mm-hmm. our new location. BART, the walk from the BART, the new, by the way, $900 million expansion of the BART station going in on, on Market uh, and Barcadero. The walk is the same length of time it is to go from BART to the Oakland Coliseum right now. It's the same distance. And you've got, you know, people can come in against the grain of traffic if they drive. There's 14,000 parking spaces from, if they come in from the East Bay within a 20-minute walk. You can come in from Caltrain from the peninsula. More people will be able to get to this location. It's more centralized 
than where we are today. Does your what does your research tell you? How many people who go to games in Oakland will go to games in San Francisco? Almost everybody. You Almost have every, any drop off. I'm wow. sure there will be some, but yeah. look, um, half of our fan base is East Bay, and they're very important fans to us. Um, they are going to be able to get to this new arena pretty darn easily. It's right. I would say just as accessible as the current arena, if not more so. 880 is no park, no picnic to drive right. on. How about the last one here, Joe? And then we're almost hitting 11 o'clock, and we've got a, a, a couple texts with the same question. Right now, just sitting here, your goal is obviously to have a championship team one day. As concise as you can make it, what do you think the missing one or two pieces are right now? You have to improve where? Well, I think the first thing we have to do is we just have to age and mature. Mm-hmm. Mark Jackson is still a second-year coach. Needs to He can improve, right? Um, certainly the players, seven players, are first- and second-year players, they're going to do nothing but get better. Um, another summer, you'll be surprised how much better you know, even Clay Thompson is than today, as an example, mm-hmm. or Harrison Barnes. We have great young talent. I think that you know we obviously want to add a little more athleticism to the team, um, athleticism with size somewhere along the line. All right. And yep. And secondly, I think that uh, we might want to add a little bit more uh, you know depth in the backcourt, yeah. some speed. And the money, if the money is close, you think that new arena would play a role in a 25-year-old kid saying, "Hey, I'll come to San Francisco now because it's a show place." There's no doubt that yeah. uh, you know NBA players uh, are human beings and. They want to play in the exciting places, the New York, the Miami, the L.A., and guess what? Right. San Francisco. Hey, you know, Joe, well, before I teased that, I was going to ask you about this kid Kuzmich, oh. but you mentioned before <laughs> about, about you know, being a great team and being a, 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 winning a championship. Where do you think that key piece is going to come from? Do you think it's via trade, international market, draft? <clears throat> where, 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 and tell us about this kid that's coming over. I, well, I've heard good things from his agent. Onion. Onion is his name, Onion Kuzmich. Uh, we drafted him in the second round last year. He's 7-1. He's quite skilled. He's young. We sent him. We left him in Europe for a year to develop in the Spanish League, the best league in, in uh, Europe. He's doing very well. Go check out his numbers. Uh, he'll be over this summer and has a chance to be on our roster next year. All right. So he could be good. And I think, obviously, trades are always going to be a factor. We'll always look to get better. Uh, we don't have a draft this summer. We don't need any more young players this year, so I don't think that's a key factor. And free agency, well, you never know. We'll be, we'll be uh, opportunistic. All right, Joe. 